On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, I'm going to tell you how you can destroy your reputation in as little as 24 hours. See, I'm going through a situation right now where I'm forced to cut ties with somebody before it destroys my reputation. I'll tell you all about it and how you can avoid it as well in your career. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Massive Agent Podcast. This is episode number 23. My name is Dustin Brome. I am a realtor in Salt Lake City, Utah with EXP Realty. I just switched over there about one month ago, and damn, I love EXP Realty. Uh, I'm the founder of Search Salt Lake and the brand new Massive Agent Society. If you guys are new to the show, the Massive Agent Society, I'll talk more about at the end, but it is our step-by-step copy-and-paste training support lead gen system for Facebook ads. And it's incredible. And we only allow one agent per market to join. Uh, But here's something cool. Well, first off, if you want to learn more about that, and you don't want to wait till the end of the show, just go to massiveagentsociety.com. And then I'm doing something special for the next month, for the next 30 days, until the end of June, I'm actually going to tell you about a way you can become a member of the society with all the benefits and all the features for free, 100% for free, become a free member of the Massive Agent Society, right? I mean, that's a $500 a month value. We're still in the introductory price of $300 a month, but you can get it for free. I'll tell you about that at the end of the show. Okay, how to do... <laughs> this is... I mean, part of this is going to be funny. Part of this is going to be infuriating, but you guys need to know about this or, or you need to think about this. And if you've been in the business for a while, you probably do. But here's a story for, for some of you new peeps. And even some of you old peeps that haven't really thought much about this in a while. So as real estate professionals, as realtors, as salespeople, as entrepreneurs, our reputations are pretty important. You know, they kind of matter a lot. That's why we put so much stock into online reviews. Our reputation is everything. And if, if we do something and it can, it can take as little as a day to destroy your reputation, this is extremely irritating and annoying that I even know about this. But everywhere you look, people are talking about Roseanne's dumbass and the racist tweets that she that she sent out. And so within 24 hours, her new show got canceled. Her old show, the original, was removed from Netflix and or was it Hulu? I can't remember. And basically, like her career is done within less than 24 hours because of a post on social media. Guys, you have to be so careful about what you put out there. And, and I'm going to be honest, I'm talking to myself a little bit here because you know, I'm a little rough around the edges. I can say some shit that can offend no doubt. And so I have to be careful, even though I'm trying to walk this line of just being myself, you know, being authentic and not trying to, not trying to change who I am or, or my personality or anything, but also I don't want to piss people off. And I don't, I certainly don't want to piss people off to the point where then they start telling people that I pissed them off. And then those people who don't even know me start telling people. And then pretty soon it's on the Drudge Report. I'm not saying I'd ever be there, but you get the point. And that can happen just by a post, a tweet, a snap. You know, everything we put out online, you have to remember people are going to read. And and even if, even if everybody doesn't see it, if it's bad enough, if it's offensive, if it's inflammatory, if it's just stupid enough, 
people are going to share it or they're going to chime in. And once they start chiming in on it and start commenting on it to tell you you're stupid or that you're wrong or that you offended them or whatever, then because of the algorithms, those comments trigger it to be shown to more people. And so that's how it gets out of control. So just be careful. Um, I'll get to my story in a second of what even spurred this because I'm going through a situation right now that I don't have any choice, but a good friend of mine, I actually have to cut ties with him, with his company because of something that I'll tell you in a minute. So on social media, guys, when you post political stuff, you've heard me rant about this before, and I'm not going to rant much about the political stuff, but when you put stuff out there that, that polarizes and pisses people off, or it's in bad taste or, you know, too soon, we joke about, oh, it's too soon. Well, if it's really offensive and really like hits it in a, at an emotional thing, like don't, <laughs> you have to realize you're not just the anonymous Joe Schmo anymore. Or Jane Schmo. I've never heard about Jane Schmo. I don't think Joe's married. So uh, I don't think Jane Schmo exists. But that's besides the point. Um, squirrel, train of thought, off the rails. Uh, okay. You're a professional. And believe it or not, people are watching, people are listening, and people care. And so you just have to be cautious with everything you post, whether it's on your personal or your business. It does not matter. There's a realtor. Oh, I forget the story and I, sh I should have looked it up, but I just barely thought of it. And I'm not going to take the time to pause the recording. I'm just going to roll with it because that's just what I do. But it was somebody who posted something. If, they were making fun of something, but it was like, it's like, ooh, like it made you cringe. Like, oh, why would they do that? And it started being shared like crazy. And before you know it, Oh, it was an agent that, that did it, and it was within the industry. I think it was on one of the bigger Facebook pages. It was it was not in the Snapback Facebook group, thank God. It was in one of the bigger ones, but it started being shared around, and it got back to that person's brokerage, and that brokerage was like, you're done. We, you're not an agent with us anymore, and their reputation just got absolutely destroyed within the industry. I don't know what happened to them outside the industry, but with, with the internet being what it is, like I can't imagine it was insulated to just fellow realtors like it, it had to have gotten out so be careful and be thoughtful before you hit send on stuff okay so this could also destroy your reputation if you choose to work with bad vendors with vendors who are, maybe they're not bad but they're just incompetent and do some just absurd stuff you can't work with them because think about this you are referring people to your clients okay they come to us as realtors because we're kind of like the general contractor of the transaction, okay? We, we're there to, to hook them up with the plumber, the electrician, the framers, uh, you know, the flooring people, all of that. We're the general contractors of the transaction, and you really need to look at yourself as one. So we're naturally, we're referring them to lenders, title companies, home inspectors, home warranty companies, moving companies, you name it. We, we're refer stagers, designers, we're referring them to a lot of different people. So if you refer your clients to one of those vendors, uh, in my case, it's a lender and the client has a terrible experience, that's going to reflect on you negatively. Even though you could have done the most amazing job ever representing them and you fought for them. And let's say you negotiated uh, a bunch, like $100,000 over asking price and, you know, close in a week for cash, you know, blah, blah. Then if you screw it up at the end or by referring them to someone that just pisses them off and, and damn near derails the transaction, it's the negative stuff they're going to remember. It's not 
the all the positive stuff that outweighs the negative. It, it's it's the sour taste left in their mouth. So in my particular story, I have a good friend who I referred to one of my preferred lenders. Now they were not my first choice. Let's I'll just be honest, they were not my first choice, but it's somebody that I work with re- regularly and they're they're a friend, right? Like I've had some very very smooth transactions with this lender before. In this particular transaction, the lender has been an absolute nightmare on so many levels. And it's not just the lender, it's their processor, their underwriter. The biggest issues are all the conditions. We've gone through about 12 rounds of conditions on this file. And it's not a complicated borrower. They're a self-employed person and they own some businesses and, you know, a a few different sources of income. But so what? Like, have they never worked with a self-employed person before? So the underwriter keeps coming out with all these damn conditions and the lender, God bless him, but his communication has been awful. Or should I say his lack of communication, not just with me, but with, with the client, with the borrower. And so when the borrower is coming to me, like, I hate this. This is the worst, worst experience ever. I can't wait to just, you know, shit all over them on, on reviews online. I'm thinking, awesome. That reflects on me too. That's fantastic. Even though I know I've done an awesome job. I'm pissed because that is reflecting negatively on me and my business. So all it takes is one negative review from somebody for them to say, oh, you know what? Yeah, Dustin was awesome, but the lender, you know, and people tie me with the lender. So unfortunately, I have to tell a friend that I can't work with him anymore. I I certainly can't work with his company. It, you know, it kind of it kind of stings, but that's what I have to do because I'm not interested in hurting my business. Okay, for something that I didn't do. Now, the responsibility that I do have is that I was the one who put this lender in front of the client. Okay, now here's a tip for you guys. I want you to pay attention to this. This is something I learned a few years ago because I used to only refer or recommend one lender to a client. And and this goes with inspectors too. Refer more than one. Okay, say, hey, look, based on the feedback I've, I've received from, from past clients, these lenders have been great. They've been great to work with. They're very competitive on their rates and fees and everything. And, you know, I think you'd have a good experience with them, but give them two or three different names. So, so then the decision on which one to use is on them. Okay. Now, ultimately you gave them the three to choose from. uh, So, you know, it's important that you don't refer them. It's important to not give them a shitty vendor as one of those three. So you still have to let them go if they prove to you that they suck but nonetheless, it just takes a little bit of that liability and responsibility off of you because they were the one who decided to go with A over B or C. Okay, so that that's a tip. Never just recommend one. Uh, you can you can say, hey, look, I this person has done loans for my family. This person I've gotten one from personally. I mean, if that's honest, tell them that stuff. But then say, look, I've had clients recommend these these three lenders, these three inspectors, whatever. So never just recommend one that will help you protect your reputation, even if things do go awry. But guys, even if you have a friendship with somebody, let's say you're working with only one lender and I work with three. Well, now I work with two and lenders. I'm not interested in adding a third. Okay. It's been too hard. I'm just going to head this off right now. If if you're reaching out like, Oh, you know, now you're looking for a new lender. I am not looking for a new lender. Thank you. I will focus on the two that I have. Okay. If you have somebody that even if they're your best friend on the planet, they're a neighbor, they're whatever, if they cause negative situations for your clients, you cannot work with them. 
I want you to make a promise to yourself right now in your own head. Hell, say it out loud. Okay, if you're driving, I don't care where you are. If you're in the middle of the grocery store, if you're running, if you're at the gym, say it out loud. Say, I will not refer bad vendors to my clients. Okay, does not matter who it is. Make that commitment to yourself now because then, and hopefully it hasn't happened yet. Hopefully you haven't had to say, hey, I can't work with you anymore. We're done. But it probably will at some point. So decide now that when that situation arises, regardless who it is, you will make the decision to service your clients and put them first, which also puts your business first. Put your clients first because that also puts your business first. They're one and the same. Taking great care of your clients is taking great care of your own business. And speaking of lenders, the nice thing about working with more than one is I can reach out to one of the others when a situation like this arises and ask for advice and ask, hey, based on your experience, like, should this even be happening? Or what could have caused this thing to happen? And so I reached out to one of my other lenders today, and he's somebody that he's very on top of stuff. And he told me, he's like, this thing that just happened, this condition that they asked for is bullshit. Like they missed something. They screwed up many, many, many times throughout the underwriting of this file. This should never have happened, or at least it should not have happened now as a funding condition. So because now I have this perspective and they educated me, they're like, hey, yes, that thing that they asked for as one of the, the funding conditions, that's legit. That's not an unusual request. But what was unusual was the timing of it. And so they said they obviously screwed up. The underwriter obviously screwed up because they should have asked for this thing way back. So now I have that insight. I can share that with my client. And now I know moving forward the situation. If this ever arises again, I already know. So that's that's the, the beauty of having more than one preferred vendor. And whether that's an inspector, a home warranty company, title company, whatever, have more than one because then if something goes wrong or you have questions about one, you can go to somebody else that you already trust rather than blindly going to somebody that you don't know or you don't trust. I'll wrap up by saying, guys, you have to think about your reputation and sometimes protecting your reputation means that you have to make tough decisions or decisions that you that you don't want to do. Like, I don't want to call my friend and say, look, dude, we're done. That sucks, but I have to. And But you have to remember this too. Because you're, you might feel guilty and you might feel like, oh, it's confrontational. I don't want to do it. Remember, you're not the one that put you, yourself in that position. They put me and my clients in this position. You have to remember that. So you're doing it not because you're deciding to just be an asshole and, oh, I'm not going to work with you anymore, lender. You're doing it because they've done something that you refuse to let happen to your clients ever again. That's that's the situation. Okay, guys, if you want to get uh, some... I know I've mentioned this in the past. We have some resources over on our website, massiveagentpodcast.com. Every episode we put up on the on the website with some show notes. If we mentioned anyone in particular, we we give links and you know attributions and all that. But we also have a, a resources page, massiveagentpodcast.com slash resources, where you can get a bunch of discounts for certain vendors that I personally use and that I like. Easy Agent Pro websites, Agentology, Lion Desk. Uh, Buzzsprout, which is my podcast host. I've been asked a lot lately, hey, who do you use for your podcast host? I use Buzzsprout. We have discount codes for all of those over on the resources page and a link to my Amazon store with a bunch of other products that I personally use and recommend as well. So go check that out, massiveagentpodcast.com slash resources. Now, as I alluded to before, we were talking about the Massive Agent Society in my intro. 
and I mentioned I was running a little promo. By a little promo, I mean a freaking huge promo. So what I'm going to do until the end of June, so basically the the next month, because this podcast is coming out on Thursday, the 31st of May. For the next month, anyone who joins me over at eXp Realty and decides, hey, I want to join your team. I want to come work with you side by side at eXp. You will get a free membership to the Massive Agent Society. The reason being, I want to make sure that people who decide to come work with me at eXp Realty and join our team, that they have all the support they need to crush it. So I built the society because I wanted people to crush it and bring in a crap load of leads. And I realized I was like, well, you know, this is such a valuable thing. Why am I not giving my team access? I'm giving my team some coaching, support, handholding. As the team grows, we'll be doing weekly or even a few times a week coaching calls. So guys, if you need support, if you need some help, if you want some training, I'm telling you, come come join us at EXP and we'll give you the support that you need. So until the, the end of June, free membership to the Massive Agent Society for anyone who comes to join my EXP team, including you guys who already have, of course. So if you need a little bit more info about EXP, feel free to reach out to me. And there's there's literally countless ways to find me to reach out to me. Facebook, Facebook Messenger, Snapchat, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google Plus for God's sakes. Uh, what else? What else am I missing here? Oh, the website massiveagentpodcast.com. dot uh, com. If you maybe you just want want to get some info about EXP before you talk to me, you're like, hey, just you know, I don't want to talk to you yet. That's fine. massiveagentpodcast.com dot com slash exp. massiveagentpodcast.com dot com slash exp. Click play on a video, and that's going to explain a lot. And then if you're interested, reach out. Let's talk details. But I officially invite you to come join my exp realty team come work with me side by side and until the end of june you'll get free membership to the massive agent society by doing so Uh, i i'm so excited about that because i'm thinking what would i want if i was going to go join somebody's brokerage and work with them side by side what would i want and if they had something like the massive agent society i'd want it so i'm giving it and if you guys have a question for the show, submit it through our chatbot over on the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page. Now, guys, this is a free show. I don't ask for anything. There's no fee. It is a free podcast. I do this all out of the goodness of my heart and out of my own pocket. The only thing we do ask is that if you receive any value from us whatsoever, help us share the good word. Help us grow our audience. Share this with a, a friend or a colleague in the real estate world. And if you really want to kick ass and be freaking awesome. Not that you aren't already, because you're listening, but if you want to be extra freaking awesome, go over to iTunes, leave us a review or just a rating. It, a rating takes like literally less than 10 seconds. Leave us a review or, or a blah, leave us a review or a rating for the podcast. And that, that helps us to spread the word because then it shows the Apple podcast platform. Hey, this podcast has this many reviews, so it must be more authoritative than this one. It's like SEO for podcasts. So that helps us a lot too. But share it with a friend, talk to him about it, mention, you know, send him a link, say, hey, you've got to listen to this, whatever, but help us out. That's all I ask. And guys, next week, I will be talking all about voice, voice con. So last week I was in New York City. Uh, I went to the, what's called voice con. It was an event put on by Gary Vaynerchuk and his team, VaynerMedia. It was all about using voice in your marketing, specifically Alexa skills. Um, no, Alexa, no, no, cancel. <laughs> she heard me. 
um, using the A word in your marketing and Google Home and now Apple's HomePod. And I just saw something today where Facebook's coming out with a, a voice uh, voice device. And so podcasting is part of that. So I learned a lot of cool things about podcasting, but also how to do your own Alexa flash briefings and Alexa skills. It's amazing. So I learned a bunch of stuff. I took a bunch of notes and I'm going to be telling you all about that on next week's show. It's going to be all about how to use voice marketing in your real estate marketing. I kind of worded that weirdly, but there you go. You know what I'm saying? So look forward to that. I'm excited to bring that to you. That's going to be a good show next week. All right, guys, I hope you are thinking about your reputation and how to protect it and how to to take care of your clients and make sure that they have the best experience ever because if they have a bad experience with somebody you you referred them to, even if you didn't refer them, if they have a bad experience with, with a vendor along the way, that's going to reflect on you because you're the general contractor of the transaction. Always remember that. Go out there, sell more homes. Dustin Brome signing off. Take care.